This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. I have missed that theme music. Third time's the charm. We're back for our third season. Welcome to Energy Extra Time, your weekly dose of engaged, unfiltered and analytical football debate from Scotland and the wider world of the beautiful game. My name is Sean McGill and joining me first of all is my usual co-host. I've tried to get rid of him and it actually turns out that he just shows up in more areas of my life now. It's actually quite worrying. I'm thinking about getting a restraining order. I'm in the process. Hopefully it pans out sometime soon. Cameron Wonstel, how are you? I'm amazing. I'm even more happy that I'm just always in your head, to be honest, mate. That I'm just Constantly. It's actually a little bit worrying. It's amazing. No, it is funny. Like, we are literally... I'm just travelling with you everywhere now. That's basically how it's working. And uh, I'm not leaving the show, mate. Simple as that. I'm stuck here. Properly riding my coattails. But it, that happens when you're a big high flyer like me. Uh, Taylor Murray is also here, big high flyer himself. How are you, mate? I am very good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Is this a new voice you're going for this season? You're going to try yeah. something else? I am trying something else, trying something new. Will, <laughs> will it work? Nah, probably get up on You just have, but you're trying to maybe be a wee bit more sophisticated. I quite like that. <laughs> Me, sophisticated, they're two words that don't go. <laughs> True, considering, in my opinion, I think you're trying to cover it up, but I'm certain I saw a picture of your girlfriend eating just a massive turkey dinosaur at a nice fancy <laughs> restaurant the other night. Yeah, um, she, she was having a good eight-ounce steak there, you know, it looked good while I was just sitting having a bacon burger, <laughs> putting me to shame. Um, I still look like a massive turkey dinosaur, people agreed with me, so I think... I think you're trying to cover something up there. I think you should just uh, be honest to the people and show your true colours. And a football team that showed their true colours uh, this week is that of Little Air United FC. Uh, they have won nothing in their history and they continued that trend when they lost this week's Ayrshire Derby. And someday, who I very much enjoyed hearing, watching, listening, drinking in his tears uh, in the days that have followed Jack Donnelly. How are you? But weird that you say you enjoy watching me. That is well, it's actually a glowing, glowing commendation, to be honest. I was watching your tears specifically. That was the subject of that sentence. I know um, English can sometimes get beyond you a bit, but that was that was the point of that there. That that's that's quite concerning because I only cried in the comfort of my own room when no one could see me. So unless you're going to try and say that you were hiding in my cupboards, like that that's that's really a cause for concern. You were saying getting a restraining order against Cam. I might need one against you, mate. Anything to. Enjoy your pain on Derby Day. I will break an error into your house. It took me a while, like <laughs> took me a while to get past them, get over the moat, but I did. <laughs> I, I did. I did manage in the end. <laughs> I was soaking wet, but um, yeah, the drawbridge <laughs> came down, and I managed to get across. Right, no, that's fine. I'll just need to put in an order for some more alligators just for the moat, like you know, just to prevent that ever happening again. <laughs> some more alligators. What a shout that is! And speaking of shouts. We're starting off season three as we started off season two with Big Shout, the segment where we give our hot takes, big opinions, uh, big takeaways from the footballing world. But I'm going to be stripped of this year. You've had too long, you lot, to get on your pedestal and shout about your opinions. I'm wanting snappier Big Shouts. I'm wanting them to be delivered with a little bit more sort of concentration, incision, and also, what we're going to do, instead of reacting to big shouts in the way that we normally do have a big chat about them, I just want a simple, very brief sort of 10 seconds, yes or no, do you agree with your fellow panellists, big shout. And I am going to kick it off with Cameron Wonstall because uh, he has the best beard. That's my reasoning. Yeah, you want concentration and incision and you've came to me. That's um, exactly okay. it. Okay, right, quick big shout then, here we go. On the back of Rafe throwing away a four-goal lead to Hamilton Ackes, I believe that if you throw away a three-goal lead, you should be deducted three points. Four-goal lead, four points, five-goal lead, five <laughs> points, and so on. I believe if you throw away a lead that big in Scottish football, you should be punished severely. 
That's me done. That was incisive and mm-hmm. concentrated. Straight to the point. Um, I'll do that first. I'm going to say, yeah, why not? And that's embarrassing. You should, if you're a three nil up, you should never throw throw away that lead. So, uh, Cameron, I completely agree with you. Get those points deducted. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Tell me what you're saying. Um, that goal on Tuesday night, Stephen Davis will be one of the biggest goals if Rangers go for No, I mean, react to Cameron's. <laughs> <laughs> what a great start <laughs> this is. We're moving quickly here. You said you wanted quick efficiency. This is it. I said I wanted you to react to each other's big shouts, and I'd like you to say yes or no to Mr. Wonstall's proposal. Don't just disregard um, it. Nah, You're coming um, with a sophistication, ain't you? You're better than us all as well. That's not his big shout. Um, yeah, no, I agree with it completely. Um, it's definitely something that would be fun and hilarious. Fun and hilarious. Just a bit like you, Taylor. It's great to be back. Uh, Jack Donnelly, what are you saying to Cam Shout? Can I, can I ask, ask a question, actually, on, on the big sure. show, Cam? <sighs> so... The team that comes back and actually makes up that deficit, do they receive any sort of foundation? Do they receive any sort of bonus for making up that? If, say Hamilton get four goals back after being 4-0 down, do they get anything from that? Um, oh, that's a really good question. Uh, they should get a bonus McDonald's meal after the match. For yeah, efforts. not all for it then. Yeah, no. they just go yeah, to the Sainsbury's, wouldn't they? But just by the ground, that would make more sense. A meal deal, yeah. 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 No, I don't know. You could, well, you could so get like a bonus point, a bonus option. point, just for their efforts. If you know what, if yeah, a bonus point. So at least if they get a draw, they get two points. Yeah, I went, yeah, I like that. A bonus point yeah, for them too. Okay, yeah, I'm all for it good. then. Yeah, sweet. Super. That, that, that's fun. That's fun in games. I can't believe I paid four pound ninety five for a meal deal on my way to the Usher Derby the other day. I that's was raging. That, that's that's what you get. You're going into service stations for a meal deal. Like that's where else was going to go? I was on there, mate. Like, what do you want me to do? Mate, you could have prepped. You could have went and pre-bought and taken it in the car with you. But then what? I get have a warm sandwich. Yeah, Didn't want that, yeah. do I? That's true. Mayo all bubbling. No. Oh, oh I mean, oh, I wanted to tell my story. Right, this I'm going to try and do this <laughs> quicker than I, can, I have when I've told my pals. Right, so basically, I was driving home for the game on Monday night. I realised that uh, my petrol light comes on seventy miles home, and I have like thirty miles left. So I'm going to have to stop somewhere. Silverburn has a Tesco. Wanted to go there, so I pull up, and obviously the kiosk closed. It's like eleven o'clock or whatever. Um, and I look at the card machine. When I see the card machine, I go, "Oh, my wallet's in my bag," because um, when I pack my bag, I chucked it in there, and I haven't used my wallet since then. So it's round there. So I go, open my boot, go into my bag, get my wallet out, open my wallet, and my card's not there. And I suddenly have a flashback to being at the Bonnery game on Saturday and thinking that my card was loose at one point, and I and I was like, "Oh, maybe I didn't put it back in my wallet," because I remember like I grabbed like a coffee or something like that. And I left my, I just didn't put my card back in my wallet, like a daft day. So I was like, oh, I've maybe left it lying somewhere or it's still in the house or whatever. I don't know what I've done, but I need this petrol. So there was a guy in front of me who I asked if he would be all right if I gave him the £20 note I had in my wallet and he would use his card to pay for my petrol, which he was fine with. And, he, and so he walked over to the card machine, went to put his card in, but pulled a card out of the card machine. I mean, is this yours? And I was like, no, I, I don't have my card. And then he read the name out and it was Mr. Sean McGill and I was like, oh wait, my God. but, and I was like, and I, I think at first he thought I was like, this was some sort of like elaborate scam, but he saw the genuine confusion on my face and was like, you're just an idiot. So I don't, I, honestly, I think in those seconds, so I must have, obviously I must have put the card in the machine, but when, like if it was loose, then I would have remembered putting it in, and if it was in my wallet, I wouldn't have opened my wallet and went, my card's not there. I think I was beamed up by aliens, like 100%. Some sort of weird, multi-dimensional shit happened there. Because, like, uh, I, you think when you saw it, you would go, oh, I remember, oh, that, how stupid am I? I did put my card in. But literally to me, that did not happen. Like the, the story I told you is exactly what happened. And by some magic, my card ended up in the card machine. Can I give my big shout? I don't think there's a conspiracy theory. You're just an idiot. Yeah. But, but like, know that to that extent. Like, I agree. Like, I am an idiot. But, like, <laughs> like that's genuinely, like, short term. You know that episode of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Pimento just keeps, like, forgetting everything at different yeah. points? <laughs> it's like that. That's how I felt. <laughs> I was like, I just, like, woke up screaming. I was like, what's happening? And I just drove home for the next, like, 20 minutes, like, both hands on the steering wheel looking forward. Like, I don't know what just happened to me. <laughs> it was honestly petrifying. Um, 
it's actually a mental that um, you know game week one of the season and the moment of the season has already been done. So, <laughs> I don't know. Beamed up by aliens. I'm convinced by it. Uh, where are we, Taylor? Give us. I've already had the start of your big shout, so you might as well press on. Oh no, that wasn't actually my big shout. Uh, my actual big shout is a wee bit of bold claim I'm going for, but Christian Ramirez is going to be one of the top goal scorers in the league this season. I need more specific than one of. I'm wanting a, a bracket. Top three. Top three. Okay. Christian Ramirez in the top three. So. I'll react to that first. I will be honest and say I have not watched a minute of Christian Ramirez in open play since he joined Aberdeen. Um, and I didn't like all that hype coming from the MLS. What a rubbish league that is. Um, so I'm going to say no, he's going to be a flop even though he scored at the weekend. He's going to score less than 10 goals. You're a joke, Taylor. Uh, Jack, you like Christian Ramirez? He's alright. Yeah, I'm top three. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> good guy, good guy. Big Chris. Uh, yeah, but I, I'll stick with it. Big Chris, top three. Why not him, Liam Boyce, and then an unnamed third member can be in the the top three goal scoring charts from my eyes. Anyway. Okay, look. Um, Cameron Monster. Um, yeah, I think the old firm teams will have goals coming for every other season. I think Liam Boyce has Jackson confirmed a good shout. So yeah, I'll put him in there with Liam Boyce and like Jackson on the man. Maybe I don't know. Tavernier was penalties. Uh, I'm not convinced. I don't think he's going to be there, but we'll see. Come the end of the season, we can revisit that one. Uh, I'll go with my big shout next because uh, Jackson, I didn't forget one. Um, so I'll give them as much as possible to think. <laughs> um, so, and I've um, been quite vocal about this to you guys, but I'm going to just lay it out there on this platform. The breakout star of the Cinch Premiership season will undeniably be Aberdeen's Calvin Ramsey. No doubts about it, we'll all be talking about him. Nathan Patterson, who will be saying Calvin Ramsey is going to come flying out? I was very impressed with him when he broke into that Aberdeen team after Stephen Glass arrived. I think his debut was away to Dumbarton in the Scottish Cup and he looked a player in that game, whipping great balls in. And of course we saw at the weekend against Dundee United he got his uh, first Premiership assist with a great cross. So uh, um, it's really exciting for Scotland that we have two... Uh, right back's finally coming through now, and I do think that Calvin Ramsey will be the name on everybody's lips come the end of this season. Tell me why I'm wrong, Jack. Don't tell me why I'm wrong. Agree with me. I don't care. Yeah, no, I agree with you on this. I think I'm, I'm okay, kind of high on Calvin Ramsey at this point as well. So, yeah, I'm going to be excited to see where he is come the end of the season. One yes. Taylor? I'm going to take your stance on Christian Ramirez on this. I'm not believing the hype as... Um, I'm not taking something that's probably about 20, I think he got 20 30 minutes, I'm not 100%, no he got the full, full game, it's not. Um, I'm not going to base anything off the full game right now, um, come back to me in maybe 8, 9, 10 games time and I'll probably give you a better you know, judgement on that but I'm not basing anything off it. Not being reactionary, how boring. Um, Cameron? I'll be reactionary, I'll say yes, I agree, simple as that. Love that very much. Uh, Jack Dornley, have you got yourself a big shout? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say something that's kind of alluding to a conversation we'll probably have later on in the podcast, but I would back St. Johnson to get a result tonight away in Turkey. Uh, yeah. We've kind of had the conversation about it, you and I, Sean, but uh, Radamel Falcao potentially won't be playing in this game after uh, Galatasaray told him to find a new club. And that was a challenge that Jason Kerr and the rest of St. John's high-flying centre-backs will have been relishing. Uh, and Galatasaray haven't kept a clean sheet in seven games. So even even though the Saints are a little bit light up front, I could definitely see them nicking a goal in this one. So aye. whether it's a draw or a sneaky win, I'd, I'd back the Saints in this one tonight. I would totally back you on that, Jack. Uh, very much like St Johnston. They might just be uh, my favourite Premiership team because my team is not in that division anymore. I love the story last season. I love a lot of the players in that squad, so I'm very excited to see them hopefully have another good season and how amazing it would be if they got a result in Turkey. So I agree with you. Yes to the Saints. Cameron? Uh, I'm going to say they'll get a draw. I know we'll talk a bit more uh, in depth uh, later on this episode probably. So yeah, I, I think they can get a draw. I don't think they'll win. Taylor, your name is. Not uh, thank you for just remembering that. I was gonna go back to Cameron just because I like him so much, but uh, yeah, I'll come. I'll go to you. That's right, I'll settle. I'll settle for second best. Um, St. Johnson to go through 
I want this to happen. I need this to happen. And let's let's do this. Love that. So look at us all supporting our big shouts for the most part. How how nice of us. Uh, let's get into what do we call that segment again? Second ball. That's what it is. It's a little bit of rust. You have the pre-season, pre-seasons for, for the podcasters too as well. Uh, so talk about second ball. And I want to talk about something that's just broken in the last few hours. It's got me massively excited. Both Rangers and now Celtic have confirmed that they will have full capacity for their uh, European fixtures next week. Taylor, this is just so exciting. Eh? It is really exciting not only because you know the old firm will have full capacity again uh, it'll be every team in scotland will hopefully hopefully have you know full capacities which just makes the football so much better it is over lockdown i have really appreciated the impact fans have and it just makes you know a dull game enjoyable you know you could have you have some memorable moments of fans you know doing stuff that during a boring game and just makes you know the game excitement it just makes Scottish football amazing. I'm glad the fans are back in full capacity. It's going to be amazing. I am buzzing. Yeah, and Cameron, it's not very often that we sort of go, oh, that's great for the old firm, but it's because it's great for the old firm in terms of European progression, and then it's also great for the rest of Scottish football because if the two biggest stadiums in Scottish football can have full capacity, then it's hard to see the reasoning that the rest of us can't as well. Yeah, exactly. I really hope it's not a case of like facilities and stuff, and I don't know like how far yeah. getting through the barriers. I hope that doesn't come into it. I really hope it's not like all held up by red tape. Um, it'd be amazing if we have stadiums like tiny and smaller ones, like I don't know, St. Mirren Park and stuff, getting full stadiums as well. Um, a little bit silly that they can get like fifty thousand next week, but this weekend, like St. Mirren's only getting one thousand. Oh, that's a bit silly to me, but I don't care. It's coming back. Let's be positive, and uh, it's brilliant for the clubs in Europe. Yeah, I guess you need to have a cut-off point for the rules. Like, if the rules start on Monday, then I, uh, it's just like, obviously the maximum number Sitmarin could have is two thousand without applying. So, yeah. I guess you've got to. But if the rules, you can't just go. Oh, we'll start the rules on Saturday. Rules start on Monday, and hopefully it's the last weekend we have to worry about uh, fans not being allowed into football stadiums. Jack, I guess uh, you're excited too. I'm sure. And for me, it's not just even about my own club. It's just the idea of being able to head along to a football game if I fancy it, not having to think about it hours and days and weeks in advance and plan and track and trace and think about all that stuff. It's just pop along to a game. That's it, exactly. I mean, we've kind of already spoken about potentially getting up <laughs> an Edinburgh City game next Friday night, which I'm really looking forward to. But it's just that thing, if you're at a loose end that you've got a Saturday free and uh, you're not going to your own team's game, potentially, you can just kind of look about, see who else is at home near you, and just go, oh, they'll probably have gate, gate, uh, pay the gate on, so might as well just head down, catch a bit of football, see somewhere I might not have seen otherwise, and have a good time regardless. So uh, it's just that freedom to be able to go and experience not just your own team, but Scottish football as a whole that's really, really exciting. Yeah, massively exciting. And uh, like you said there, I've got, a wee, I've got a plan in my head for next weekend. I want to be at Edinburgh City versus Stenhouse Muir in Cinch League 2 with you guys. I want to be Saturday, I want to be at Boring Rose Athletic versus Edinburgh University in the Lowland League. And then on Sunday, I want to be at Hibernian versus Kilmarnock in the Premier Sports Cup. If that can happen, I'll be a very, very happy boy. Uh, Cameron and Taylor, I want to ask you guys a question. I asked Jack on A State of Mind yesterday. I asked him for a, a ground in Scotland he's really keen to visit, a ground in England he's really keen to visit, and a ground in Europe that he's really keen to visit. Jack, would you remind us of your answers while th- those guys have a think? Uh, what did I say for Scotland? I think I said... Because uh, I, I gave uh, you two uh, answers. That rugby Park in Somerset. Rugby Park in Somerset just for an Ayrshire Derby, which was a bit of a cop-out considering I've been to both. But uh, I can't remember who I said, for, a, a kind of neutral ground that I'd said in Scotland, but I'd said Selhurst Park for England because I think Palace fans can actually have a yeah. decent atmosphere and they've got an exciting young team coming into this uh, new season. Vieira's a new manager, so we will be keen to see how he gets on. And then Signal Iduna Park in Europe, uh, the yellow wall at Dortmund would just be a fantastic thing to experience in the flesh and I'm definitely going to make a plan to head over there at some point in my life and catch a game. 
Love that. And Germany just got moved to the green list, I think. So, and you're double vaccinated as well. So that's something to that's something to keep an eye on. Um, than it was a month ago, anyway. Absolutely. Uh, my answers were: uh, I, I need to brave the elements at Gayfield. I've never done that before. I want to give it a try. So I want to head to Arbroath when I can. Uh, England, I said Anfield. Just think, obviously, the famous atmosphere. I've never been before, so I'd love that. And unsurprisingly, my European ground is the Wanda Metropolitano because I love Atletico and just to see uh, Ringmaster Simeone uh, controlling the crowd would be fantastic. So, Taylor, I'll come to you. Um, so, when it comes to Scotland, um, an away day I've never experienced is Aberdeen. It's something I sh- probably should have, and I'd love to, you know, have the trip uh, up north mm-hmm. and experience that. I'd like everybody talks about how good it is. Jamie is always on about how Aberdeen's a good away day and he's making me jealous that I've not been. So that's for Scotland. For England, I would say I've been to the stadium, but uh, I've been to a game, but I want to experience it in full Premier League action would be a Newcastle Sunderland game. Um, It's going to be a while before I wait that, but that is one. <laughs> that is like probably at oh, Stadium. Oh. Do I go to Stadium of Light or do I... Nah, let's... What, uh, what's Newcastle's ground again? Oh my god. St. St. James's, St. James's Park. Park. That's it. St. James's Park, Newcastle, Sunderland would be one I'd like to experience, you know, in the Premier League. It'd be mm. a long time, so that'd be in the back burner. But I'd also like to, in Europe, go to the San Siro. San Siro? You know what long yeah, left before that gets yeah. knocked down? So I'd get, <laughs> get yourself to Milan ASAP. And Mr. Monstal. Uh, I think a uh, Scottish ground usually has, like, good atmosphere is uh, St Mirren Park because it's only 8,000 seats, too many stadiums are like just empty because they're 10,000 plus uh, I thought like they actually fill it alright they've got some, their fans are actually make a decent atmosphere so I'll say St Mirren Park I've never noticed it, St. Mirren. Um, I've never felt the atmosphere there. have you but, not? nah, but maybe Kelly are just thrashing them eh? Maybe that's I do remember once uh, them scoring a late equaliser and those uh, sort of like ultras, I guess you're calling them, yeah. who sit in that corner of the going absolutely mental and they're going so mental that they fail to realise for about a minute that the, the goal had been ruled offside. Kelly <laughs> 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 fans were still laughing at them, they just didn't care, they were still going. I was like, there was just like two boys in particular who just like, was like, mate, stop. Like, <laughs> Uh, so that's my uh, lasting memories that. of uh, Sydney Park. But yeah, sorry for cutting you off there, Cam. No, that's all right. It's all right. Um, I think England. I'm the same as Jack. I've always said Celtic Park would be amazing. They've got like like Tynecastle, like a well, like Tynecastle used to have, um, like an Archibald Leach stand. That kind of just that iconic sort of stand and that's their main stand I believe so yeah I'd love to go to Sellers Park I reckon Crystal Palace are a team that I just like as well I think they're a good neutral team and Germany um, well Europe but definitely Germany because it's the best atmosphere um, also Signal Aduna is the easy answer that's a great stadium I'd maybe say just to be quirky and a bit hipster the Union Berlin Stadium again that's quite a small one that generates an atmosphere I think it translates to something like Stadium in the Forest I think it is it's like deep deep in like woodland areas but yeah, I'll say Signal Iduna or uh, Union Berlin Stadium for my European pick. I love it. That was a nice wee chat, boys. Um, do you know what, Taylor, I would just ask very quickly for your reaction to Rangers' performance in Malmo. Of course, Stephen Gerrard said losing 2-1 in Sweden, uh, but I, I, you kind of <laughs> alluded to it in your uh, outburst in Big Shout, but uh, how big is that Steve Davis goal? as they carry on into uh, the second leg next week at full Ibrox. That goal is massive. Uh, it's changed the complexion of the game, I would say. Um, <clears throat> I, would, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that uh, the first two minutes of that second half was arguably the worst two minutes under Gerrard's tenure at Ibrox. Um, it just everything fell apart. It looked like, I think you already too when you were speaking in the group chat, that early stages of Gerrard's you know, career at Rangers and I wouldn't argue with that but throughout that game when I was watching that I was like just one goal just one goal changes the completion of this game and I really backed Rangers to get back to Ibrox where you know with the rumours about you know fans being able to get in bigger numbers and you know key players come back I was like just one goal and it's like very possible and when Stephen Davis struck that magnificent left foot it has as like I thought it was going wide at first, I was like, that's going wide. And then I seen the net ripple and I literally jumped at my skin like we had just won the game. I wasn't caring. I was like, oh my God, we've actually done it. And you can see this player's celebrations as well. How, you know, how relieved they were to actually get that goal and to even get one back. So, um, I I know I did joke about it when the big shout, but if Rangers get through, they're in either Champions League group stages or they drop into Europa League. 
that is the goal to look back on and be like, that's the one that done it to them, but uh, to help them progress. Yeah, very fair there, I think. And uh, how nice is it of Steven Gerrard to, to rally his fans, even though uh, he's been on record before saying that fans don't win football games. But uh, he said it's the first time he's doing it, he's calling on the Ibrox faithful. And maybe they can give Rangers that little hand into the, the next round of the Champions League playoffs. So uh, best of luck to Rangers. You won't catch me saying that. Very often this season. I'll stick with you, Taylor, because I want to ask you. Obviously, Celtic were way off the pace last season. They've already uh, dropped points, of course, losing to Hearts at the weekend. Do the signings of Joe Hart and James McCarthy fill you with any more fear than you had before their arrival in Glasgow? Fill me with fear? No. But are the improvement in that squad? Yes. Um, hmm. The I would say that they're better than what they have. However, they're not players I look at and think, "Oh no, coming up against." Um, it could be only time to tell. Well, will, will that come back to bite me? It could or it could not. But sitting here right now on the fifth of August, I, I am not scared of the signings. They look like they've possibly went out. They know they need bodies and they know they've not got signings. So they've just picked you know what players that fit you know the mold of like big reputations. So let's just get them in and. To me, for the outside, doesn't look like their manager signings. It just looks like you know someone that they've just wanted in because they don't they don't fit the identity of what he's trying to go for allegedly anyway. So um, it'll be interesting to see, but I'm not uh, I'm not filled with fear looking at that. I can't wait to clip that when uh, Joe Hart puts on an amazing performance to keep it Rangers in an old firm and James McCarthy scores the winner. That will be. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Cameron, I'll be talking to Jack a fair bit in our next uh, sort of topic of conversation. So I'll come to you and just ask if you have any general thoughts on uh, Rangers Champions League game, Joe Hart, James McCarthy, and I guess uh, you would have watched uh, or you would have known that Hearts beat Celtic. So what is this what they need, all that sort of stuff? Um, yeah, I can add on the Celtic stuff. I guess I don't think it's what they need at all. I think the people that want Joe Hart at Celtic are putting way too much just way too much faith in a guy that hasn't played in about five years in the league um, didn't do too well at Torino really didn't do too well at was it West Ham and Burnley hasn't played in the league for Tottenham and when he has played in the Cups he's looked quite poor um, I don't know, fair, fair play to the guy I, th- I think he's been really bold not just sitting on the bench at Tottenham as a third choice goalkeeper taking a big pay cut, coming to Celtic uh, for a challenge That's I, I can't fault him but I do fault just his, his talent now and uh, McCarthy, I just don't understand that need a player that's going to fit into the team right away. I don't know if he's fit, but he's not a pre-season. He's missed like the last five years. I think he's in the last five years he's played less minutes than Cal McGregor played in the last year. Like I mean, he's just not going to do enough this season. He's not going to play enough for the wage he's going to command. So I don't think any of them are sensible. I agree with Taylor that it doesn't like a manager signing, and um, I think they should be signing other players instead of those two. But we'll see how it turns out. Now to Mister Donnelly. Nah, we had a big build up here at Energy Sport. We always knew that since uh, that first DM, Jack, when I said I'd like to write for Energy Sport, we knew it was a date with Destiny, the first Ayrshire Derby. And uh, it's kind of our whole relationship has kind of been building to this point. And uh, that's why I, uh, I, I, I feel it's done now, to be honest, after this conversation. <laughs> um, but. Uh, for that. We finally had uh, the first Ayrshire Derby of our energy sport tenures, the first in four years, the first league meeting in 28 years, and uh, it was the Kelly boys who came out on top. Give me your reaction to this game, consider it was one that uh, your pathetic football club were never really in. Well, I mean, it was what, like, I, the, boy, the boys were in at mine for it and we were sat watching. Is that a split, sorry, of... Uh, Aaron Kelly fans. There was fa- there was five of us, and it was four Aaron. There was one Kelly fan. He genuinely couldn't have cared less, to be honest. He's right. like part time, so it, it was a very United dominated household on the on the evening. Which uh, as soon as we started seeing the <laughs> the Aramir headlong throws from uh, like the first minute, mm. I think I was just thinking, Christ, no, this again. But, uh, that keeper. <laughs> so it was time wasted for about ten minutes. in, Charlie Robinson, <laughs> like he was taking ages to take. You got to tell it off for time wasted on the half an hour mark. Saying, <laughs> Couldn't believe it when time we were like that. We're time wasting ten minutes in, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
yeah, no, it was just a bit of a tough loss to be honest. I yeah. mean, first half we yeah weren't really in it. Like we we kind of dealt with it as best we could. Chris Bart was just tearing that right hand side up. It was a bit of a shame, and I felt I felt like that would have been kind of like all right because I'm a big fan of Paddy Redden at left back. I think he's been a really good performer for us kind of the last couple of seasons. I thought he could have dealt with him a bit better than he did, but it was mm. just a bit. Uh, a, a bit, a bit unfortunate for the young lads, but uh, yeah, no, it, it was, it wasn't great viewing. And then we were kind of happy to get into half time. We're like, right, now the half time's actually all right, considering we've not really created anything of note. Uh, but yeah, it was just a bit, just a bit of a hard watch for the second half, considering we knew after the goal we probably weren't going to get anything back out of it. Yeah, I mean, I've got to talk about Chris Burke because he was just absolutely ridiculous, I thought. Um, uh, just the number of crosses that went in that landed squarely on somebody's head or should have landed squarely on somebody's head were ridiculous. And then for the opening goal, he just goes, I'm sick of flying these crosses in. I mean, just before that, he'd crossed it in and Ennis Cameron sort of inexplicably missed. <laughs> Didn't even get his, his header on target. Um, so he just decided to drive inside instead, poke it in the direction of Blair Alston, who kind of drove into the box. It fell to Liam Polworth, who slotted it home. And then, of course, there was a, a dubious penalty decision towards the end. Uh, dubious is the word I'm going for, yep. <laughs> I mean, air fans. Chris is another. Yeah, probably. Uh, but um, it was a great penalty from uh, Kelly Boy. He's one of our own, Ennis Cameron, who. Uh, well, no Kelly Boy, but Kelly fan. Uh, Slam that uh, penalty home as well. So um, great to get off to a winning start, of course, to win the first Ayrshire Derby. How did you feel I've handled uh, the winning status, Jack? Do you think I've been a, a gracious winner? <sighs> to be fair, it's tough to say. It's, it's I'm, I'm a bit in kind of two minds because all, you've had your fun, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know. I expect I expected a bit more. Like, oh really? I, 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 That's I, disappointing. <laughs> I was kind of geared for the worst. Like when I say the worst, I mean like just constant beratement. But yeah. I feel like you've kind of had that kind of one tweet on the night and that's kind of been it and just kind of poking fun at certain other opportunities but it's not been a constant barrage of hatred and uh, <laughs> make, make a fun of me so I've, I've kind of been alright with it to be honest like it's not really and I, I knew when I put those like I sent you that video the night that Kelly went down I knew <clears throat> that I would come back to bite me in the championship and I was fully prepared for that so it was it was almost a fairly predictable move. Mm. I, I would have been a bit annoyed if you hadn't made use of that at the yeah. first possible instance. So, yeah, there you go. Um, it's been it's been all right. I guess I've not lost sleep over it. I'll say that anyway. I guess that's fairly. I I probably was expected to be a, a little bit more sort of full throttle. But I guess when like the goalkeeper doesn't even have to make a save, and like in my match report, I couldn't even write about an United chance and. David Hopkins in the press after saying that uh, he thinks that if Kilmarnock are favourites for the league, then Ayr aren't all that far behind them. Uh, I just, it's a, I just felt a little bit sorry for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's well documented that you've never won anything, and I just think to be too downhearted on you um, would be a bit of a shame. So, uh, but I do comfortably expect uh, Kelly to to win those derbies coming up as well. And that'll get clipped, and I don't mind it when we lose. <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm looking forward to them on October because it'll be at Somerset and it'll be a full house again. Yeah, so hopefully. I'm I'm really looking forward to actually. Well, I'll I'll plan on being down for that one as as best I can, because uh, obviously we'll be back at uni and I'll be having to deal with the stress of the fourth year. So I'll, I'll hopefully. Who cares? Get down for that. I don't want fair, you to stress over I, fourth year. I want you to stress over the battering that Kilmarnock Football Club will hand out to you. If That's I, if I fail fourth year, but I see an Ayrshire Derby win in the same season, I'm alright with that, to be honest. I'll, I'll just come back for fourth year next year and then we can do it all over again, Sean. What a plan that is. And <laughs> back by popular demand now is our world famous quiz segment see uh, out if you need a reminder for the rules if you need a reminder of the rules before uh, our players or contestants get involved and shout over me uh, basically I'm the host I give them a category then round the group they've got to give answers if you get it wrong if you repeat an answer you're out but this season I'm going to be a bastard I want quicker answers I'm setting a 15 second time limit on these answers if you don't have an answer in 15 seconds <laughs> uh, they dragged on too long 
Oh, I've been a bastard, yeah, that's true. I've been that for a long time. Sorry, Sean, Sean, <laughs> can I interrupt? Just, just since Taylor's had a go at you, it's worth mentioning that Taylor Murray got a red card in our group chat. Shut we spoke up. about red cards before, Shut about how up. if you send a link in twice, you get a red He's done it on a podcast. He's not even listening to what we're listening. saying. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced. No, I'm co- is that worthy of double red? I've asked the question, but is oh. that worthy of double no, red? No, it's no, disrespectful no. is what it is. It's disrespect to the rules of the game, to be quite honest. Ignore ignore me also putting stuff in the chat and Jack replying while he's talking about their shirt. Derby. Just I'm just good at multitasking. Like, I felt I held my own very well there. I felt we didn't get a red card. We didn't get a red card. We didn't Simple get a red card, that. mate. So okay. I hate double red. I hate we're, talk- we're talking about future you. energy sport content and contributors. So that's all I'm saying. It's for the mm-hmm. progression exactly. of that website. Too right. I'm trying to progress this podcast here uh, on to see it out so I'm going to continue to do that Um, and what you guys will be guessing answering this week is very simple Cinch is back Cinch is here but how much attention are you paying to the opening SBFL weekend I'd like you to name me all of the goal scorers from the opening weekend of the SBFL across the Premier, the Cinch Premiership, Cinch Championship, Cinch League One, and Cinch League Two. <laughs> and because Taylor spoke over me first, he's going last. And because I do feel sorry for uh, the little honest men, I let Jack Donnelly go first. So Cam's in the middle. Get us underway, Jack. I'm looking for anyone who scored a goal in the SBFL this weekend. I'll probably pick a name that Cam might have at the top of his list, but I'll go for Big John Soapy Suter. Big heater from John Suter, that is correct. Yeah, to be fair, your spot on that is what I was going to say. I'll instead say <laughs> Gary Mackay Stephen. Gary Mackay Stephen, of course, got the opener at Tynecastle, that is correct. Um, Yanis Hadji. Yanis Hadji scored the opening goal of the SPFL weekend and season as nobody from Livingston pressed him. Uh, that is correct. He couldn't actually bring himself to round out that game by naming a Celtic player, could he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll see. Oh, the, the oddest goal of the weekend came from Tony Ralston. Better <laughs> as well. Yeah, Tony Ralston, that's correct. Um, Martin Boyle penalty. Martin Boyle did score a penalty. Graham Sinclair might have got that wrong because uh, he thought Kevin Nisbet took that penalty in the football roundup. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, He was connected, to be fair. J- it J- was oh, Connected by Jamie, of course he was. <laughs> 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 uh, that is correct, though. Martin Boyle did score the penalty. Is it me? It is you. Oh, Van Veen. 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 Van Played the best game of football I've seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> he was clearing that game. I loved him. Eight completed dribbles compared to the best start in the next two. Uh, oh, what a guy. What a man. Uh, Bevis Mugabe also scored in that game for Motherwell. Bevis Mugabe did score a header. Um, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to start with this game. Uh, Deutsch. Deutsch ball. That Deutsch guy did score in that game. And the man that will be in the Oh wait, I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's been said. Oh god, I wasn't. Ah, um, Johnny Hayes for that game. I'm going to say from that game. From uh, that game. I mean, from <laughs> a from a completely different game. Johnny Hayes uh, did score. Yeah, so I will give you that. Uh, yes, he scored the opener. I think the man Taylor was alluding to was his. I'm uh, uh, a man that's been mentioned in a big shout already in this show, Christian Ramirez. Correct. I wasn't sure if it was said. That's why I didn't see it. I was like, oh. Uh, I'll round out the Hibs game McGuinness Kyle McGuinness yep scored the equaliser for Hibs in that game come on Jack it's Taylor come on Taylor Um, Eamon Brophy Eamon the Wolf Brophy just four minutes into that game scored you're absolutely spot on I'll head back to the opening game of the Cinch era uh, and I will say Kmar Roof. Kmar Roof, my tip for top scorer in the Premiership this season. This your tip for top scorer. Yes, he did score. Um, okay, I wasn't really uh, listening there, so that's not good. I think someone said that. I'm going to go down. You said Championship League One and all that included, yes? SBFL weekend. Yes, okay, perfect. Then I will say Hamilton's Kieran McDonald. Correct. You got two, I believe. 
Come and answer some of the people. Um, another man I had in a big shout in our preview podcast, Jason Cummings. Jason Cummings, the cum dog, did indeed bag for the D. Uh, I'll round out the Rangers game then. It was Scott Wright who scored after coming on to replace the injured Yanis Hadji. Nice finish as well from Mr Wright. That is, Wright is right. Um, do own goals count? No. Oh my god, I know a scorer for fucking Dumbarton that scores an OG, so that's really annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been a really obscure one to get. I would have rated um, that, to be fair. <laughs> it would have been good, eh? Can I still say it anyway, just to show my knowledge? Go for it, Can mate. I? Can I? Comrade Balatoni scored an OG for Dumbarton. Well, he's a Clyde player. Um, I just somehow know that. Um, I'll Born say Andy Ryan then. I'll say Andy Ryan for Harakis. Uh, Andy Ryan did score for Harakis. Yeah. And I said, what about Scott Tiffany? <laughs> Some boy. Yeah, great goal, actually, in that one. Um, yeah, he got oh. the winner for Partick Thistle. <laughs> he did, he did. Uh, I believe Rudy Payton scored. Yes, because I was going to go on about that, obviously, because I've said he's going to have a good season, and uh, I was right, yeah. because he scored one goal. Uh, Sean Want. Sean Want scored the winner that had scenes... And the Aki's away end that starts part. The winner in a winner. 4-4. Winner? The, well, uh, by your logic, like that would winner. be a winner, yes. Yeah, by yeah. The, your big ah, shout. Ah, yes. The bonus point, point, the bonus point, winning <laughs> equaliser, right? <laughs> Rafe Rovers on minus four points. Come on. Just um, Brian Graham. Oh. Ah. Got a double for Partick. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, Jamie McGrath scored for St Mirren because he got me fantasy points. There we go. I thought he'd been said. Yes, a penalty for Mr McGrath. McGrath, McGrath. I never know. I feel like the proper Irish phrase is McGrath, but. Um, Dario Zanata, screamer after a call. Do, 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 Dario Zanata. Yeah, that's right. That's a, do you just come up? Is that not a song? I've got. If it's not that's been a song good. before, that's then. Good. Well, yeah, thanks. That's good. I'll okay. take the I'll royalties for it. <laughs> uh, I can't remember his first name, but did Toradov not score for Dumfrey? Uh Pronunciations are a bit suspect, but I'll uh, stick with it. Um, Nikolai Todorov did score for the Pars. I mean, yeah, Toradov. Uh, Kevin O'Hara scored in that game for Pars as a second goal scorer, didn't he? Yes. I hope there's more SPFL ones because now I'm paying attention to more divisions because my team is bad. So I feel like that. I think I would have done well on this. I'd have um, gas in the tank. I'm just sticking with the same game, to be honest. Aidan Connolly? Yes. Thank you. Hope everyone's being. Uh, I do remind that. I can't wait till this is back in the studio because I'll know for certain that nobody is snooping on their phones. <laughs> I don't like. There's been times. Be I won't name names, and I won't say episodes. There's been times where I think people might have been checking their phones last season. So as soon as we get back in that studio, I'll be taking all your phones off you. Sorry, mum. At me next time. No, nah, I don't actually. I actually <laughs> Taylor, don't. Taylor, you've never won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've never been good you enough for won. me to think that. Nah, he's won. He's won. He's definitely has won before. Anyway, well, sorry. I, I, the Rangers question that gives gear to exactly <laughs> Who are we giving a lot of time to here? I'm just thinking. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm at, no, it's because I'm literally completely lost now, so. Um... He stopped checking his phone now. I don't know. I don't know. Five, four, three, nah, two. Like... Okay, you're done then, bye. Um, Jack? <laughs> underwhelming. Uh, Surely chuck a name out there. But I, he... I think I don't think Cam's mentioned them, but he's kind of been sticking in that 4-4 wheelhouse, and I feel oh, like he's not said Lewis Vaughn yet. Oh, fuck you. He hasn't said oh, Lewis oh, Vaughn. Oh, wow. okay. Thanks, Cam. <laughs> Love you, mate. I once, I once had a dream that one of my pal's dad's was Vince Vaughn like I was round at my pal's house and Vince Vaughn was my pal's dad I just need to make sure you don't think Vince Vaughn plays for Rafe Rovers no I was just because the, <laughs> the name is uh, the yes. same it's that, that's, only, that's the link there actually 
<laughs> but I do understand that Vince Vaughn isn't Lewis Vaughn's dad, <laughs> as far as I understand it. But. Do we have that confirmation? Is uh, I don't actually, so we'll find out one day, maybe. Journalistic skills, who knows? Jack, go. No, wait, Cameron, go, sorry. Me go? Yeah, it's me to go. I only have one game left, so I'm, I've got two goals, basically. Uh, Rory McAllister, if he's not been sued. Rory McAllister did score for Cove don't Rangers. Say <laughs> don't say who you were playing against. Cause I didn't say I said for Cove Rangers. Good, 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 good. good. Jack knows the other team that I'm screwed. Yeah, well, I do know the other team, but I'm not going for that game because there's a game that we've missed out. Uh, but I'm not going to mention it because I don't know if Cam knows it. Huh. Uh, hmm. Who scored for Cali against our broth? I know the answer. Well, you do I know the I answer. I know the answer. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, I think it was Shane Sutherland. Yes. Oh, my God. Come on. Mm. Um, Nesbitt. Nice Aidan for Falkirk. That's correct. Another player who I said on our, on our championship preview would have a good season, even though that's League One, but because he's left Morton, that's a link. But yes, I said it and he scored a goal, so I'm right already. Oh, I actually don't know anymore. I'm out, I'm uh, it's me then, isn't it? I just know what game we've missed out. Oh. And I, should, I shouldn't have missed it out because now. Oh, no. I'm after the <laughs> haven't I? Potentially. What? Not in terms oh, of actually mentioning the game, but the fact that I might have, because there was only two goals in it, I might have opened the door for Cam a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Mate, you're just kicking it open at this point. Just get <laughs> open, done with it. Five, four. He, he's Cameron seconds, scored yeah. the penalty for Kilmarnock, I. <laughs> Big and uh, Cameron, do you have a response at all? Polworth. <laughs> Liam Polworth, yeah, got to open it. That's two. Oh, Ayrshire so Derby. We discussed it. Jack, back to you. <laughs> this could be a tie by the way because I don't know this could uh, I don't right. know the time, right? I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to remember championship because I think we mentioned the Pars scorers but we didn't mention the Morton scorers didn't we just hurry up uh, <laughs> I think Gary Oliver might have scored for Morton I could be wrong but yeah. you know I'll just chuck that name out there okay. yeah nah I'm like I'm, I'm genuinely done um, I'm just going to try and think a goal scoring striker uh, David Goodaway didn't score because Clyde didn't score and he's terrible <laughs> on the left wing apparently uh, Blair Henderson's left he's in the lonely now so he's not going to be scoring for Edinburgh City I don't know any other strikers ah! I actually don't know I don't know uh, Cy Fever he's <laughs> 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 the only player I can think of <laughs> can't even think he plays up front for Peter Heed or fucking anyone head kick attempt with uh, Goodwillie um, no, no. Just, I mean, I don't know if there's much tension, but uh, he didn't score for uh, <laughs> Peter Head, Russell McLean, and uh, is oh. that Neve? Naya? I don't know how you say that. Payne uh, also scored for Peter Head. Uh, that means Jack has won the first seat out of the season. I'll run through the names that you missed. I'm just going to do surnames for uh, speed. You missed one more Morton player, I think. Uh, McGratton scored in the 81st minute, the equaliser. Uh, you didn't get Willie Gibson, I don't think, for Queen of the South. Uh, you scored a belter in that game. No, we didn't. Uh, you got all of the Aki's Rovers one. Um, Masson, Milne, and Webster all scored from Montrose for Dumbarton. McLean, Duffy, as well as that Balatoli own goal. Uh, you got the two from Cove Falkirk. East Fife uh, it was Watt who scored, and it was Fox for Queen's Park. I uh, said Peter Head. Uh, Albion Rovers two goal scorers were Burn and Doherty. Forfar, McCluskey and Shepherd. Kelly Hearts had goals from Joe Cardle and Philp. Sterling, it was McNiff who scored for them. And Elgin City, Dan McCarty drew with Strunar, goal scorer, my big cousin Grant Galha. Uh, so, Jack, well done. I'm very proud of you for winning See It Out. Um, you had a good run towards the end of last season. And even though you're right, you'd have won fuck all and never will. You have won this week's See It Out. So, well I, I, need, I needed something, didn't I? You did need I something. something to kind of plaster over the wounds a little bit. And that's because we've got championship knowledge. Moon the cinch. 
Mon the Cinch. And we're going to sort of combine Cinch and Scottish Premier. No way, that's, that is the Cinch. Cinch and European ties. We're going to put those <laughs> together. The Cinch Europa League. Um, and, uh, Just make everything Cinch now. Com- Just let them be the <laughs> overarching com- of Combine those kind of a little bit. Actually, what we'll do is we'll focus on the European games and we can talk about Game of the Week at the weekend. So let's do it that way. Uh, I think we're all just absolutely buzzing to sit down on our couches, on our beds tonight, chuck on the console telly, the one that's uh, free to air for all of us. Free to air! For everyone in the country to watch Galatasaray versus St Johnston. Cameron, what a buzz! Aye, what a buzz. I'll be Easter Road, mate. <laughs> Taylor! <laughs> what a buzz! <laughs> Surely you've got it on the laptop. iPlayer's up and you're like... I'm ah, not. I could, the Hibs Wi-Fi is good at the media a bit, to be fair. I could, I could get the stream going. Uh, that's a good shout, actually, mate. That's a good Don't shout. say that. No, you won't. You'll be watching the game. <laughs> Shut up. It's not. No, in the, wee, in the wee box in the bottom corner, just like so I can see the score and stuff. You know, ah, just, just, see what's just look at when it's in the, in the important moments. You know? Taylor, he's focusing on Hibs, uh, as Hearts fans usually do, so uh, you talk to me about Galatasaray versus St Johnston. Uh, obviously Galatasaray played Rangers last season um, in the Europa League, so um, what can St Johnston expect, do you think, and uh, just how excited you are for a tie of this magnitude? Hey, I, it's a tie that's... Well, there's no beating about the bush. It's a glamour tie for St Johnston. This mm-hmm. is the one that they... This is the kind of games that they've been looking forward to, and this is the ones that they want, and I... <clears throat> we bit of high pitch there. Ooh. Uh, I liked it. I do think St. Johnston could actually get something from this, mostly because Galatasaray is now a team that's probably associated, associated with the past rather than the, you know, the present team. We've seen that with Rangers last year, where the talk was about, is, oh, is this a step too far for Rangers? And then... Well, Rangers just went out and, you know, put in a, a, a dominant display against mm-hmm. them. But obviously, that's two contrasting teams. St. Johnson's new built an identity under uh, Calum Davidson that I really like and I really like admire what he's done. We've just seen last season the cup double exactly what they can do. And I see no reason why they can't, you know, take this to Galatasaray. They know when to go on, they know when to, they can play football and... I think St Johnson's actual advantage here is that Galatasaray probably don't know much about St Johnson. Mm. Like, I feel sorry for their scouts who probably had to go and sit and try to watch some of their games and go, what? What's happening? So it's definitely going to be interesting. It's one I'm looking forward to. And, you know, especially with like, Falcao not even playing, that's just, ha- that's just, you know, helps St Johnson even more. And given their buzz about it, I've got a feeling they've got it this way, full confidence. I will come to you next, Cameron. You can talk to us about Hibernian versus Rijeka. Consider as you reminded me there, you'll be heading to Easter Road tonight with coverage for Energy Sport. So, uh, how much are you looking forward to that game? And it's going to be a, a stern test because Rijeka are are no jobbers. No, definitely not. Um, I think their their biggest threat up top is uh, Joseph Dermich. Also, people may know from his Norwich time. I think he's only on loan there. Uh, he's got three goals in three games this season, so massive threat for a Hibs backline that's more than maybe not shaky. That's maybe harsh, but no shaky. It, it's the yeah, it, it's definitely the weakest part of their team. So yes. that's a bit of a worry. And um, but I don't know. Hibs have another one. They've got Joe, they've got Newell back from suspension. Doig could come back in as well in place of Lewis Stevenson. Jack Cross has said there's fans. Did he? I thought so, he said Doig wouldn't be involved. Nope, I read that he could be involved. It's like I read the opposite. <laughs> we both read the opposite, uh, but maybe it's changed today. Maybe, maybe you're maybe, on the ball yeah. with Hibernian activities more than we are. So I don't know. This was BBC Sport just before we came on. So if it's the BBC, they're to blame if it's wrong. Um, Amy Cannon. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she really are. Um, I was going to be over five K fans there as well. So you know, Stephen Gerrard, one fans, like blah blah blah. You get the joke. Um, yeah, yeah, could be good. Could be a great game. Uh, hopefully. Hibs got a good enough lead to take into the away tie. Jack Donovan, would you rather talk about Breedabek versus Aberdeen or Yablonek versus Celtic? I don't know why. I mean, I nailed those pronunciations earlier, so I don't know why I've mucked up there. Uh, maybe I'm just a little bit tired of talking to you, Jack. But uh, yeah, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't really have many opinions on either, uh, but I suppose we kind of did have a little discussion of both last night. Uh, go for the Celtic game because 
I might get to see Joe Hart in action for the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, McCarthy's not travelled with this squad. Uh, I've completely blanked on the name of the team. <laughs> That's shocking for me. Jablonik. Uh, Jablonik, thank you. Uh I was, I was going to say Poplatnik, but no, that's the... Livingston. That's the Livingston. Wraith Rovers. No, so, <laughs> Yablonic. Set forward. You yeah. informed me yesterday that they score a fair bit, so up against yeah. a fairly culpable Celtics uh, back line, they could potentially be smelling blood. But I'll be interested to see what happens. I think that's an that's an earlier kickoff, isn't it, tonight? That's at like quarter to five. 4.45 kickoff on BBC Scotland as well, that one. And I should say Hips are the only ones not on the telly tonight. So that aye, that, that, that could be a get first half, get your dinner at half time, and then be back for the back for the second half. It's a it's a nice wee nice wee evening to spend. Eating your dinner awfully fast. You don't want to get indigestion, Jack. I hope you have well, some Gaviscon next to you, but other brands are always available. Just, I'm just always concerned about my health when it comes yeah. to just scrambling things too fast. I'm glad to hear it. Um, Aberdeen should get past Breedablick, shouldn't they, guys? We should be all fairly confident on that one, I hope. But you never know in European football, they're obviously no joke. What we're going to do is very quickly give our games of the week. This is where we talk about the tie we're most excited about. The guys pitch to me what they're thinking. I've got more idea as well. And then we have a set energy extra time game of the week. So, Taylor Murray, what are you thinking? I have to just go with a Rangers Malmo one uh, for next Tuesday. Oh. It's a big, massive game, but see, uh, last season's debates are carrying over. Should yeah, no, game of the week be? As I said, that's what I'm going with. That. However, I couldn't remember the exact cut-off point that you want to go for. So if we're talking about this week, it's going to be St Johnston Galatasaray tonight. Ah, okay, we're including tonight's European games as well. I mean, okay. uh, again, Gra- just Gra- completely messed up my parameters there. I was Graham Sinclair's few minutes. I'm making Friday to Sunday, really, because uh, Football Roundup can cover that, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll let it slide. Um, it's first first season back, eh? First season back? First, first game back. First, first episode back. That's the, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> Jack, on you go. Uh, to be fair, I was thinking completely different. Uh, Gold Cup. A gold medal match in the Olympics is happening Saturday between Brazil and Spain. Could end up with your wee boy Pedri uh, walking away with a gold medal at the, the end of it, which would be, would be or just another. Uh, Stop trying to win Sean over with Pedri. Oh, like, as soon as he said Olympic as well. When he said Olympic football, I shot off immediately. I was like, I do not care. <laughs> and then he said Pedri. Now I do love that man. He's uh, he is my son. Could be another medal for Danny Alves' growing collection. I, I feel like that man is just going to win a trophy every year what, in whatever walk of life, walk of life he does, yeah. whether it's football, accountancy, uh, being a tax man, who knows. Uh, Quite similar to those. Trophy. I, know, I, I, I don't know why I went for that. Making donuts? Yeah, to be fair, he could. Uh-huh. He could. Uh, work behind the telet cinema. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get you your tango ice blast. He could, what? What? Oh, right. There's a question. What? What do you think Danny Alves is going to do after football? What would? What job could you see him doing? Like a normal real estate job, without a doubt. Something uh, uh, that requires a lot of energy still. I uh, think he'd be a good DJ. Yeah, like DJ dancer. I was kind of thinking like something right. in, in the night in the entertainment industry. Because it's yes. the nighttime industry. That sounds a bit sort of seedy. Um, you provide like DJ equipment and shit for weddings and stuff. That that's. Yeah. Danny Alves is a party planner. That's well, that's what we're settling on. There we go. <laughs> Cameron, what's your game of the week? My game of the week. I've went. I've done the most boring by far. Uh, Saint Mirren Hearts, just because I know as Hearts fans that like, you guys might not see a bite. I know, I know. It'll be a probably. No, I think both teams play nicer football than they did a year or two back. Returning to the scene back. of the crime of that one 0 yeah. loss. That <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're basically reading off my notes. Like, yeah, like first meeting since that game where Saints won one 0 to basically relegate us uh, before COVID shortened the season. And we already had like this weird sort of just hatred for each other before. Like, I don't know why, but Saint and Hearts just kind of kind of hate each other and uh, usually makes for a good game usually the games have amazing goals like we've conceded like halfway line goals twice to them both from Adam Hamill and um, or if it's not good goals there's a lot of goals so yeah could be could be a good game that's my game of the week pick well I uh, did not have any of those games so I guess I, it's now my time to kind of pitch to you guys and see if 
uh, I can get you guys to agree with me. Uh, I did briefly consider Queen's Park versus Cove because obviously that's two best teams, two of the best teams in League One. Uh, imagine me forgetting Falkirk. Um, but the game I'm going to go for is again two of the best teams in the Championship, I believe, with Dunfermline Athletic taking on Partick Thistle, who can state the claim early on in the fight to be best of the rest behind Kilmarnock, and there was uh, what would that be? That would be nine goals and. Between their two games last weekend, so I think we can expect more in this one. So that's mash out pars versus Partick. Folks, AI. Okay. Aye, to be fair, I'm, it's I'm better. Right, I've, not, I've not watched a minute of Aye. Olympic. Action, Olympics. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> Taylor's doesn't even count the parameters of game of the week, and yours is shocking. So I think it has Aye. to be. Right, so that's it. I've decided the energy extra time game of the week is Dunfermline Athletic Imagine versus Partick Thistle. That is uh, Saturday 3pm at East End Park. Um, but thank you very much for joining us on our return episode, Season 3 of Energy Extra Time. Make sure to, to subscribe. Make sure to check out Energy Sport on Twitter and on Instagram. That's at ENRG Sport. And of course, check out our award-winning website, energysport.net, for all your good content. Thank you very much to Cameron Wonstall, Jack Donnelly and Taylor Murray for joining me. The Football Roundup will be back on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening and we'll see you again very soon.